Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. And we are back in the room once more to give our take on video games and gaming-related topics. And in this week's episode, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about, including Valve's Steam Deck, which came out of nowhere and took the world by storm. We're also going to be talking about a a controversy of kinds uh, that came up on the internet uh, surrounding Psychonauts 2's um, invincibility toggle mode. Uh, and then we're going to catch up with each other as well, find out what we're playing at the moment and have we got any recommendations for people and each other. But throughout all of this, we would love to hear from you guys. So if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure at any point to jump down into the comments and give your take on anything that we bring up today. And also, if you enjoy this, give this video a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click that notification bell so you know when future content comes out. If you listen to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Brothers Take, to let us know all your takes on everything we bring up today. But without further ado, let's talk about some gaming stuff. Right, I thought it was a rehearsal for the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I think I nailed it. No, well, they can always do better. Tommy, what are you guys playing at the moment? Let's catch up. Let's catch up. Eric, what are you even I haven't lately? seen each other in so long. We got to. Yeah, I haven't up. seen you since the last time we did this. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I'm still playing Outplay Tale Innocence. Yeah, how far are you now? I am on chapter. Seven. Out of like I mean, sixteen. Holy 16. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that game feeling longer than I expected it to be. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. I just. Uh, I, I, I. You know. It's. We're at the moment. We're in a. Well. We're in an Irish heat wave. I wouldn't say it's a heat wave for the rest of the world, but it's an Irish heat wave. Right. 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 Um. So like, I'm obviously not going to stay inside and play video games all the time. And then I always work nights. So. You know, I don't get yeah, much time yeah. to actually sit down and play. But that's that's what I've been playing. Other than that, I watched films for the week. I watched uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Instead of playing... <laughs> that is... I don't, sorry, I haven't seen it. I, maybe it's great. Is it? Is it great? Uh, <laughs> it's, it's In a like word. <laughs> just, just barely hitting the good crack. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, and then I actually watched Detective Pikachu, which was good crack. That is great crack. That, that is great crack. But Plague Tale Instance is the, is the game I've been I've been playing at the moment. I was saying uh, the the other day when I was working that when we get days like this, because you're right, it's an Irish heat wave, not necessarily a this is like a normal day in Spain or whatever. Yeah. But uh. I was saying we should treat this the same way we treat snow days. This should be national emergency. Everything closes down. Everyone go enjoy the sun because we just don't get it enough. No, to, well, be, I was, I was, to be working indoors. Like what the fuck? I was I was working <laughs> yesterday, Saturday from eleven till six, and you yep. can imagine how fucking dead it was in the cinema. 
Uh, yeah, I was just saying, I was like, why don't we do a siesta? Like in fucking Spain. We're part of the EU. Why can't we do a siesta? Fucking... Part... Is that the criteria? That's if you're part criteria. of the EU, yeah. you get a siesta. Well, I just think we should be... <laughs> I think it's more of a Spanish cultural thing. Right? And, and yeah, yeah. In Mexico... We... In fairness to, to Spain, yes, this would be a regular day for Spain. And uh, yeah, yeah. it's not like, you know, when they, they be hitting like 40 degrees Celsius for their fucking, like, so they don't pass out. Yeah, yeah, it's like for a genuine health It's not reasons. so you can enjoy the sun. It's actually no. so you can not enjoy the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can enjoy the shade, actually, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, we fucking need that, too. Like, we're dying here. We don't get... I, yeah, we're pasty-skinned people. I yeah. remember being in Malta and seeing... There was lots of uh, construction going on at the time. And just seeing the guys out building, and I was like... I, ha- I, I could not work... In that heat, I love enjoying this heat. Like I'm on holidays, this is mm. great. I'm walking around, I'm chilling, I'm sitting there and sunbathing. But man, working in that heat, like at times like that, you'd definitely prefer the cold because yeah. you will heat up, but you will not cool down. No. <laughs> you will we not had... cool down if you're exerting yourself. That's <laughs> it. Does the opposite. <laughs> so that's anyway. That's that's my little take on the hot weather there. Ireland should <laughs> close when it's hot. <laughs> well, we are closed, aren't we? Technically. Oh, we're when? fucking not. I'm fair out in all black in a fucking cinema that no one yeah, goes yeah. to it. I'm thinking, the fuck is the way this? Yeah, why am I here? <laughs> this yeah. is just mean. <laughs> it's like, you wouldn't let me come to work when everyone wanted to go to the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking lockdown. Yeah, yeah that's like, even when the girls asked, it's like, can, can we wear shorts? Or she asked me to ask the manager could we wear shorts, and she was like, "We make it seem like I'm not actually asking him." I was like, "Okay." Right, so, right, right. So I just went up and I asked him, I was like, can, "Can we wear shorts?" Like, you know, again, you know, it's really hot. And he was like, "No health and safety reasons." I was like, "Okay, fair enough." I was like, we're help. We're dealing with food. So I went there and told her that, and she's like, "I'm not gonna be fucking having my leg up on the popcorn yeah. while we're fucking scooping <laughs> the shit." <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is, true, actually, yeah, yeah, most yeah. of the time, if you're dealing with the customers, you're behind that counter, right? Yeah, you're not gonna see. Nobody would even fucking know if you guys were wearing shorts. <laughs> well, you could have a little summer outfit that makes you look like a like little scouts or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could have, if you had one of those little tie things as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, and a, and a little badge that's like shaped like a popcorn or. <laughs> now do you want this? <laughs> yeah. Want to look like a little like, boy scout? It's like, okay, no, I'll take the trousers. It's fine. <laughs> um, Adam, what have you been playing? I've also been replaying A Plague Tale. Oh, you guys giving, are ahead Giving of me it a go. One. I've cleared it. I've, um... well, holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've also just been, you know, giving it a go and, uh, you know, platinuming it. <laughs> Nearly, actually. I've got 80% oh. of the trophies. Wow. Yeah. How have you found it on your second playthrough with the PS5 uh, version of the game? Because I know you, of the three of us, you were definitely the least impressed. This episode's kind of like a follow-up to last week's episode in a way, because mm. some of the same topics are going to kind of like a continuation mm, yeah. of... We mentioned Plague Tale last, last week, but um, yeah, you weren't so pleased the first time around, huh? Yeah, no, I think like it's still... The issues still stand. Um, I'm really confused as to... like. The PS5 and Xbox Series consoles are obviously so much more powerful than the PS4 and Xbox One. Hmm. Yet they're not performing as great as I was expecting. You know, like A Plague Tale, for example, on both the PS5 and Series X don't play in 4K. Right. So it's like, so therefore the 
the visuals still kind of take a little bit of a hit um, character models and everything aren't as sharp as I was expecting it to be it is at 60 frames but for a game like that I, I would prioritize resolution over frame rate because it's not as if you need super smooth fast. frame rate on it it's not a fast no it's a game. pretty slow paced game right so the 60 fps boost wasn't that noticeable to me because I think the game is quite slow uh, loading is certainly a lot better so that's that's a lot more enjoyable you can just keep going through it you're not mm. like waiting ages for the next level to load up uh, yeah no I did uh, it made me more excited for the sequel I'm, I'm looking forward to that sequel I think they're going to make huge improvements because I do find the, the gameplay is not that great with it but it's just the story the sound the score is just incredible to it it's yeah. a very unique game uh so I think the sequel is where they're going to like really elevate and take this um, somewhere else going forward. But yeah, I just I was kind of underwhelmed by this new remaster, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. Right. Yeah, I've yet to um, jump into it again myself. Um, I always did find that the combat was not very fun. Yeah. Uh, more particularly when in the non-stealth scenarios where they are directly running at you. Hmm. And if you happen to miss with this thing, you're dead because there's not enough time to reload before they get you. Yeah. So it's like you got every hit has to land or you're dead. And then you, ha you and the checkpoints were kind of annoying. I think I remember you'd go back a certain point and you're like, oh, fuck me, like, I don't even want to do this again. Yeah. Like I will, like I loved the first game, absolutely loved it. But I watched someone else play the last fight <laughs> because I'd always get to the last phase of it, die. I did that about 10 times and I went, fuck this. I am so close to the end. I don't even give a shit anymore. I just want to see the fucking cutscene after this old bastard dies. <laughs> so I was like, fuck this. Um, so hopefully that's vague enough. <laughs> or, or is that just the biggest spoiler ever? I don't know. Um, a vague tale. A vague oh. tale. Not so innocent. Um, but I love the game. I do love the game. And I do hope that in the sequel then that that combat feels a little bit more fluid. Mm. Uh, you know, they built up Amicia's character to do a lot more by the end of it that I feel like in the second one, maybe yeah. she needs to be a She's bit more great, able. I think. She's a great character. As a protagonist. And I mm. think she has the potential of becoming one of these really legendary female uh, video game characters. Yeah. Like up there with Aloy and Lara if they, um, if they handle her really well in the second one. Yeah. Yeah, as I think, I think I was blown away by the first one so much because I wasn't expecting anything. Okay. Right, and then I think maybe like I I I hadn't even heard the hype around it. I'd seen the cover of it, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, that looks doesn't look like it's for me, to be honest. Whenever I saw the cover, I kind of thought because it was called a Plague Tale, and I thought it was sort of a Telltale style game, mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah. Um. And then, and then I saw some really good reviews for it, and it was on sale, I believe, in a January sale. And I was like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Why don't I try it out? Someone, someone called it a masterpiece. How can it be that good? I was just expecting this little indie game. Yeah. So it all took me completely by surprise. I was expecting shit graphics. So that's why I was like, the graphics are amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so for, I was expecting for um, terrible graphics. Proprietary game engine. That's really, really impressive. Mm. Mm. Like to have that yeah. many. Maybe that's why the resolution is so low on the consoles is because of the amount of rats. Like, that must be, like, really heavy on the CPU. Yeah, um, there's a lot of rats. But I'm still, yeah, I'm still 
surprised that it's not that's like 4K. One... <laughs> mm. Right. Yeah. That's one thing I do like about it is that, well, it's not realistic, but in the idea that like the amount of, like it's a sea of rats, like it's very over the top, almost like, almost like you reading a story and it's like, that's how the author would have described it. You know right. what I mean? There yeah, was yeah. just a sea of rats and stuff or whatever. Was. No, yeah, yeah. When you're, when you're doing chapter five and you have to go through that battlefield. I love and that. That's like, great. That's great. Me- I think like that's... that, the description of it would have been like mountains of bodies. So then they yeah. take it to that example of there's these fucking mountains of loads of bodies and corpses. And it's like, Jesus. Yeah. yeah trying to tread through the bodies, I think is, is yeah. really. And yeah. have you noticed Eric on the, um, the controller with the, not that they in ha- like utilize haptic or haptic feedback or the yeah. adaptive triggers in, or is that what they're called? Adaptive triggers? Yeah. In like, it's not like insane. It's not Astro Bot, but they do enhance oh, it. Oh, yeah, it is there. It, it is, is there a little yeah. bit. So you can actually kind Ooh. of feel, especially in the trigger, for example, you can feel a little bit of vibration mm. as though it's like their breathing or their heart rate or something like that in it. Wow. And, uh, y- you know, you can feel the rats around you. Uh, in, oh, in true to haptic just a little bit it's not it's not like but it adds to it, it right yeah it does yeah it, it it certainly gives us that extra bit that i didn't have when i was playing on the xbox and um it's certainly uh it's i suppose kind of a better experience that way yeah i i i still think it's one of the more harrowing games i've ever played just that just for four scenes like that where you're trudging through bodies and bodies and bodies and and it's so like everything's filthy and dirty and yeah yeah and i remember there's like isn't there a scene where you're going through a tunnel and the tunnel is literally made of like i love that that's like stranger things i love it yeah it's amazing but i wasn't expecting it and i suppose when i was going through the first time i was like this is horrible what the fuck like what are these rats doing (laughs) yeah because i think that's that's after that's chapter three just after you met that you went into town and there was all like the crazy people who like yeah yeah, stopped the plague center just burning anyone and everyone yeah, I saw yeah, you yeah. and just thought, oh well, you you must have to play too. And right? it gets worse again once you get back to when you revisit your home. You're looking for the your mother's secret lab or something like that, and right. it's, yeah. it's even worse. And again with the tunnels and just the the you can see the bodies being made. It's a mm. bit like Alien Xenomorph in that way. Yeah, yeah. But I'm really interested to see what way the sequel goes because um, obviously in the game the rats are afraid of of light. They only come out at night, but in the trailer it's daytime and all the rats are coming out oh i wonder if they're like evolving or adapting yeah. or something maybe that's going to be so it's gonna be like okay you need new ways of dealing with rats now because they've you know gone past the threshold of, of what they of what and people were using to deal with them no longer listening to hugo or something yeah or Hugo's gone nuts. I don't know. We'll have to. <laughs> Hugo's um, gone nuts. Hugo's gone nuts. Uh, once Eric has finished it, and once I get around to finishing it, we'll have to do a, an episode, a dedicated episode to Plague Tale, I think, and then we can do speculation on the sequel, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. But I think, it, yeah, it's a it's a good enough game. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of themes and interesting stuff to. to yeah, I think like it's it's on. You know, at the moment it's PS Plus and it's on Game Pass, and if you have either of those two subscriptions, it's it's absolutely worth trying giving it a go mm. it's very yeah. slow paced and stuff but the overall i think the the aesthetic the tone the time period it's really really intriguing game i would i would say that if in the last year 
you're one of the people who really enjoyed the experience, not the story, right? I don't want anyone to kind of get me wrong here. The experience of The Last of Us Part 2, I think you will love this game. In terms of it being real harrowing and dark. I wouldn't say it's... uh, No sunshine, no happiness. (laughs) Because there are moments of happiness in in Playtale Innocence, I think. Small, small, yeah, yeah, small moments that maybe equate to like that museum sequence, right? Like maybe. Yeah, the, the but start. No. Yeah, but they're a little the bit very, more frequent, though. I think the very start of the so, game. And that's uh, it. No, like yeah, before you get to the <laughs> before you get to the battlefield, for example, there's Hugo's little kind of innocence with the frogs and stuff like that, and after that, it's getting to the castle and finding your like a new home for yourselves, and uh, you know, there's the picking up the flowers. There's there's lots of little beautiful moments throughout the game that really makes the thing worthwhile makes the struggle worthwhile which i think well, maybe is what the... last of us 2 missing right well maybe the struggle is all that's stuck in my head then. maybe <laughs> it's maybe. so it's so dark but as a game it actually so reminds me a little bit more like the order 1886 i don't know eric if you agree with that um in terms of the 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 kind of the fidelity the kind of focus on high fidelity very linear sco- story not great gameplay but an intriguing environment Concept intriguing and... like kind of world and to- lore you'd almost swear they were made by the same people to some degree there's yeah. a similar look i think in the color tone and graphics yeah um not saying one is better looking than the other but like there is a similar like i do get that there's a similar uh vibe in how the games look yeah. i think um i would love a sequel to the order same. <laughs> oh. yeah Oh, yeah. I don't even better. care what it will come out on. Just, <laughs> just fucking make it. <laughs> yeah, bring it out on the Steam Deck. Give me a reason to get the Steam Deck. Oh, and we'll get there. Give it that. That would be your reason. Are you kidding? Right, oh, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> okay. So if you've if you've played a Plague Tale Innocence, let us know what you think of it. Um, and if you've yet to play it, definitely recommend it, uh, trying it out. Recommend the experience, especially if yeah, if you have PS Plus and it's available to you, or if you have Game Pass. Like if it's there, you might as well give it a go. I will say I the game is probably not for everyone, so maybe it's not a go straight out and buy it thing. No, but if it's on one a, of those two. But if it's on one of those, definitely yeah. give it a try. Yeah. Um, it's a very particular type of game. There's no multiplayer fun aspect to it. One interesting um, thing about the upgrade, actually, hmm. I'm not 100% sure why this is. It's it's smaller on the PS5. It's like 30 something gigabytes, but it's 40 something gigabytes on the Xbox. I mean, why would that be? And Are I, able to just kind of compress it better? It either Maybe. has something to do... My guess would be that it, on the PS5's SSD is is much faster, that it's able to load in assets quicker, that there'd be less duplication of objects. Because often in games, you know if you have like a barrel and then down the, down the road there's another barrel... If they can't mm. load that in quick enough, generally what they do is they just duplicate the file, so they'll just have two barrels for that particular level. Whereas with the PS5, right. we just need the one barrel because it's able to load it in quicker that many times. So it's either that, or it's the Xbox version actually has a a 120 frames mode that the PS5 version doesn't. Um, okay. So perhaps that 120 frames mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. is just a, a larger. Uh, that sounds something like that. That sounds likely. That sounds like it could be it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see why a locked frame rate would 
increase the size of the the file really yeah. but um, but it's the most but it's interesting i think it does interest in how yeah the two are the, the, that is a difference between the two yeah so i've been playing during the week a game called it takes two uh, oh, what's that I like? decided to pick up and try out uh, because I, I tell you what there's plenty of games that I've, I'm in the middle of playing and wanting to play and all this stuff but they're all single player kind of serious experiences and to be honest I was just dying to play something couch co-op yeah. with, with Ash so that we can play games and hang out at the same time and it's not a case of it's like you know, because sometimes she's she's fucking bored looking at me playing a game, and then I, or sometimes I'm like, no, no, you know what? You put on whatever you want. You know, because you know it's not fair if I'm hogging the telly all the time. Right. So this way, I was looking for something like that's why we always love the Lego games because it's just they're they're fun couch co-op. They're it's not serious. It's just a bit of fun, uh, and this is very much like a Lego game uh, in that you you can't really die, really. You, you, if you die, you spawn back to your partner. Or at least to where you, maybe you need to be on the map. Um, the tone of the game is strange and all over the place. Like it's it's weird and some of it's very cringy. The cutscenes are quite cringy. Okay. But to be honest, that's why it's so like a Lego game. So are the Lego games. They're cringy too. And you just go, yeah, who cares? I skip. Uh, <laughs> just play the game. But the actual gameplay is a lot of fun. Really, really fun. Um, and the game, there's a free. So the game version I got, it's uh, you can download a PS4 and PS5 version of the game. Mm-hmm. But then you can also download a free friend pass, which you can just so from my understanding oh, yeah. you can give to a friend who doesn't have the game. Yeah, it's all so friend they can, can play join the game you. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as long as you're um, playing it, they can they yeah. can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other fun thing about it is, it has to be multiplayer. Oh, there is no, there single, is no single player, player. at all. You either have to play local, which is couch co-op, or online. But you cannot play the game on your own. And cool. it absolutely depends on the two people working together. And I think the fun dynamic about it is uh, the game is about a a couple, um, these parents who are looking to get a divorce. And then through some means, they're, they're, they're put into this scenario where they're forced to work together in order to get back to their original bodies. And in doing so, they have to do all these little challenges where they actually have to face certain things that actually annoyed each other about each other that they were putting <laughs> off. Things like, like I thought you were going to fix the Hoover months ago, and now they have to fix the Hoover together, and the Hoover turns into like a boss fight. And it's, you know, it's weird and silly, mm. but it's a bit of fun. And it's kind of an interesting concept that it's like, you know, as the two, like the two players have to, and it's not only that you have to work together, you have to communicate. We actually found ourselves arguing as we were trying to do it. It's like, no, 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 no. Right. It's like, no, you, if I hit this thing, (laughs) you have to jump on that before I do this. And they're like, no, 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 no. You have to do this first. And 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 then you're talking. It's like by the end, by the end of it, when you complete the game, the story (laughs) of the characters is they find out that they don't want the divorce in the end, that they want to stay together, but the players playing it end up splitting. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we haven't finished the game. <laughs> no, I don't. But yeah, so we played a bit of that, and it's a bit of fun. Uh, you know, it's nothing serious. It's and just, is there consequence fun. then? Because in Lego, I know you're saying like, you know, there's not much consequence if you die in it, but you do lose um, coins and bits that you've like, so you can't get the hundred percent. Yeah, no, there's there's no consequence uh, of that nature. It's really just that uh, the puzzles are more challenging than than a Lego game. Okay. 
um, but there's no real consequence. And then um, when it comes to boss fights, if you both die, um, like if you die in a boss fight, you actually have to tap triangle real quick or whatever to get yourself back to life. But if you are both dead before any of you has come back, you have to start the whole boss fight all over again. Okay, that's so that's, but it's still not you know that's still pretty forgiving. Like it's not a thing of like yep. game over. You got to do the whole chapter all over again. So uh, it's it's wacky. I think that's what it's, the, it's a do weird. Think the game was game. Um, designed around that whole concept of like having possibly a primarily gamer person who has a partner that's not really into games, but allows them to do something together. Possibly, I think there is a genuine or has been a cry out for. Uh, couch co-op because while this game has online multiplayer yeah i imagine that can be fun but i can't imagine that's as fun as playing in the same room i really can't um, yeah i know a friend of mine him and his girlfriend were playing that and yeah they they were saying that they argued a lot. Argue like cats and dogs <laughs> is but operation like, tango because <laughs> that's another one obviously that requires a uh, second player is that yeah. local co-op yeah. as well have you tried uh, I think it can be, but it's recommended not because you can look at the other screen. Whereas yeah. in you'd see, have to do that old, you need to do that old trick, you know, the one where you tape the blanket. Yeah, on one yeah. Side yeah. And just put it between you. <laughs> you see, the that's the difference of this game. You do have to look at the other person's screen. Oh, it is split screen. Sometimes. It's not like you're sharing the screen. Oh, it's split screen. It's not only split screen, and this is again why I think it's built for couch co-op more so. If you play online multiplayer, it's also split screen. Because you do have to be able to see the other what the other person is looking at to solve some of the puzzles. Oh, okay. okay. That's a bit but weird. that would be distracting multiplayer, I imagine. Whereas when you're on the couch, you know, and, and you're both talking about the same thing, you know, you're mm. looking at it together, you're experiencing it at the same time, it's you know. Yeah. Um so it's fun. Um if it's available on Game Pass, it might be, I don't know, but if it is, uh, it probably is true the EA play thing, it's an EA game, so Maybe. Um, might be worth I didn't giving a go. It now. Um, and it's for it was forty quid to buy, um, and that only oh, came out this bad. year. So it actually it wasn't too and bad. And it's oh yeah, you were saying it is a PS5 version, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I and I don't know if there's much enhancements to that. To be honest, like I don't, I don't really. Um, mm, like, no, not, it's not on. Game I'm not Pass. sensing any haptic feedbacks or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, it's a bunch of fun. Um, but then. I went down a rabbit hole this week that I'd like to talk very briefly about that I don't want to like give anything away of <laughs> I went down the Doki Doki Literature Club what? rabbit hole right so this thing was <laughs> this game this game came out like three or four years ago and um, it was free totally free on Steam and uh, it's it's now come to consoles in the in a version called Doki Doki Literature Club Plus. It's a real anime game. Okay. <laughs> and there's always a content warning that says this game is not suitable for children or those who are easily disturbed. Okay. Um, anyone who has played it <laughs> knows, and anyone who hasn't will not know. You won't know. <laughs> And you you just you won't understand <laughs> so i didn't play it myself because i was like i really don't see the appeal but at the it was that oh i see i was, was i was the, confused because um, um i 
I'm, I'm I just looked it up there and I I see what you mean. Um, but here's me thinking it was something just to do artwork. with, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here's me but thinking. Don't look further than that. I won't. But there is a no. game called Doki Doki <laughs> Universe. Have you ever heard right. of that one? No, I haven't heard of that. It one. was like a Vita game, and um, that's what was in my head when you're talking about this. I thought it was like just another version of this, but uh, which is a is a very innocent kind of um, puzzle game, and it's not anything like the Literature Club yoke. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, so I'm wondering why they have the same name. Are you aware of what Literature Club is? Well, just by kind of searching it there, I kind of have a. It gave you a quick gist there, did it? Yeah, I think like so. it, right. There was a trailer for it at um, one of the conferences during E3, and you see, I had heard about it first from a bunch of. Um, uh, I work with a lot of young people, and a lot of young people had been talking about it before, and they were like recommending it to me because they knew it was into games, and I was like, that does not sound like it's for me. They were describing it as this anime dating simulator essentially and i was like there no. was a, yeah there used to be a lot of those uh yeah and it's a it's a response to those i believe it was the white guy made it and then in the tra- when it came up in the train and people were excited for it i was like why why is the thing about this game and i said the number one psychological horror experience i was like what how i don't how could this possibly be scary so i watched someone stream it. i said i'm going to see a little bit of it and see what the hell this thing is and i ended up watching pretty much all of the stream and uh, <laughs> all I can say Pagan should 100% stream this game okay should 100% stream it and should stick with it uh, stick through all the cringe it should absolutely stick with it That's ah. and if anyone hasn't checked out Pagan Plays please do on Twitch on YouTube she's also on the Replayer podcast uh, so ch- check all that out um, and she's been in an awesome thing where she's been raising funds for able gamers um, and that's a really 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 awesome charity to help um, uh, people with disabilities get more accessibility to playing games essentially mm-hmm. so there's a great and we'll, we'll put a link to that um, in the in the description on YouTube and also in the description on uh, the audio platforms but do check that out please support that that'd be great but do check out Pagan Streams as well but I just I'd like to I'm going to recommend that out there Tell her not to look it up or anything, but tell her to stream it. <laughs> I have looked it up. I am You're curious, on the, Eric. I am on the images. Uh, I am not seeing any horror. I am just yeah, seeing. They're very clever. I must say, the people who share this stuff, they're very, very clever to like. Yeah, yeah, right. You're you're oh. wondering now. You're like, how could oh. this possibly? But I'm just wondering, like, okay, the two years right now. Look up Doki yeah. Doki Universe. Okay, I'm gonna look right? up Doki Doki Universe. Universe, which was world. Do it with us. Which was a um, Vita game. Right. And uh, here's me thinking it's like a sequel to that. And I'm like, well, why is it sharing the same name? What's Doki Doki exactly? Is right, there... so Doki Doki, I had to look, look man, I, I'm telling you, I've been in a rabbit hole. Right? Okay. I've, I've looked up the creator. I've looked up everything about this fucking game. <laughs> Doki Doki is a Japanese onomatopoeic um, phrase for like heartbeat. And it's used for when your heart is racing because you're in love. Okay. Or when it's racing because of intense fear that's cool it's really cool and the entire artwork throughout the entire game is that japanese anime bubbly the entire time so there's no connection (laughs) i don't think so i think i think um maybe doki doki universe came first and maybe when (laughs) this guy saw that um 
maybe he was like, oh, that's a cool name actually for this idea that I have. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. Because uh, it was always going to be. But the guy who uh, I see Doki Doki Universe. Very different. It's, yeah, it's nothing like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the guy, Dan Salvato was the guy who made uh, this literature game. Um, and he just asked for donations at the beginning. He said, if people like this, please donate because it helped me out. But he wrote it. He did all the music to it. And then he made it through some app that helped him kind of put it together quite easily. And then he just had two other artists help him with the actual artwork. But other than that, he did everything himself. Okay. Um, and he hates anime. Uh, or <laughs> it's not that he hates anime. He was like, he just doesn't understand the huge appeal for this this particular brand of anime, which was like cutesy girls doing cutesy things. Gotcha. And then he yeah. came up with this idea, and it was this was like his response to to that. Um, and yeah. what's the? Uh, is it on <laughs> Steam then, or? It's on Steam, but it's also because there's a plus version now. It has come to all the consoles. It's come to PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo. <laughs> Adam is going to go down the same rabbit hole. Well, I'm just wondering, like, uh, what would be? Uh, the... I would warn if if people are ten out of ten on... on Steam. Yeah, one hundred sixty-two thousand four hundred twenty votes is it's ten out of ten on Steam. Wow, man, okay. I'm not fucking joking yet. Like, I would love to talk about overwhelming what, like, what it actually is. Poss- okay, okay. Um, I'm just trying Vegas to see what would be the fucking one hundred percent stream. Also, oh, it's a tenner. No, wait, it's not a tenner. It's free. It's free on Steam. The guy put wow. it for free. Okay. It just well, accepts donations go. for it. But, but, and even reviewers <laughs> say this. Even reviewers say this. They'll, they'll tell you about the game, right? Right. They'll say, you know, you got to stick through the cringe. Said, it is really cringy for like hours. Okay. Right? Right. And that's all part of it. And they were like, if, and as they're explaining to you, like, if this sounds like something you hate, then I'm right there with you. It's like, <laughs> I fucking hate it too. It's like, if you hate the idea of four very typical anime girls in a literature club and you're trying to like write poems okay to get the attention of whichever one you'd like to date if that sounds like a shit game you're right (laughs) (laughs) but you have to stick with it that's all they say that sounds like a brave brave game to make yeah. Unless it was like a, unless it's a Trojan horse kind of a thing, where it's like a big middle finger yeah, see, to the type of people who wanted a game like that. It is, that's the thing. But unfortunately, okay. if you look it up at all, everything does say that it's a like well, kind of what it is. Right. And also at the beginning of the game, they have to put in a content warning, um, and they said it's not suitable for children. And said if you're easily disturbed, I do not recommend you play this game. Um, <laughs> I'm imagining that this game becomes like some fucking misery fucking thing or something. Um, oh, the movie Misery, or the or even the book, like Stephen King's Misery. Or yeah, you- yeah, no, that's what I'm like talking about. Like, because if you're trying to woo one of these four girls with poems, right? Do the others then get like? Because obviously, when I look at the images, all it is is just those four. Girl. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna have to play it, Eric, and we have to f- find out. Oh, I, 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 I don't know if I want that. <laughs> I know you should. I mean, it's you free really on Steam on both yeah. Windows and Mac, actually. So. You should. You really should. Um, I'm kind of raging now. I didn't play it. That's the only thing. I'm like, it's ruined on me. Okay. I should have played it. I really should have just sat down and actually just. I'm gonna give it a go. Reviews and fucking. Is it long? It. Like. I think it can be. I think it just depends on. Well, how um, long was the stream that you watched? Oh, that was seven hours altogether. 
But wow. they were doing a lot of you interacting. You really stuck through that, huh? I did some skipping because I was okay. like, where's the, like, where, where's this going to go? But ultimately, when it got really interesting, I saw all of that onwards. Okay. Do you know? So I was like, yeah, okay. Fair play to um, him uh, sending you out for free. Like, uh, the DLC on it is, is 10 quid, so... Um, maybe he's just relying on on that for funds but possibly i well i think it it blew up a lot more than he was expecting this guy he um makes like previously he had made like levels on like the the super mario game where you could like make public levels oh mario maker yeah 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 and like he was kind of famous for that but he was he's not really a game developer he just did it as a bit of a hobby so cool. cool. It's it's all it's all really interesting, and I would love to talk <laughs> about. Maybe we should uh we should the all ending with you guys. Well, yeah, we should probably. I play well, yeah, we, we should, should play it. it, and then we should we should discuss it then. Yeah, once we, should. we cleared it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one hundred percent should. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just Monica. Okay, everyone knows. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> check it out, world. <laughs> uh, actually, just. Don't tell if, if you get pagan to stream it. Don't tell her it's a horror game. Just but tell her it's it's amazing. Tell her it's ten out of ten. You gotta play it. <laughs> well, if she listens to this, then she... yeah. Are you listening, pagan? Okay. Well, play it then. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on to our next topic. Um, this Psychonauts two thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now you would kind of. I, I, I don't know. I must be in a slightly different echo chamber because I hadn't seen anything about this until you brought it up and then I, Adam and then I kind of went looking for it to see what's the hullabaloo all about? What's 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 everyone giving out about? What's the problem? Well, this is actually tied in with this. Uh, it kind of goes on. Um, it got tied into a controversy that's been happening for a while on, let's say, Twitter, gaming Twitter. Okay. Um. So yeah, Psychonauts Two has, is, or is including an invincibility mode. Yeah. For well, obviously to allow more people accessibility for the game. Right. Um. So this is not necessarily controversy over Psychonauts Two doing that, but it it comes into the whole, um, making games easier for more people to play kind of a thing, right? So it the part of the able gamers kind of. A conversation is tied in with that a little bit, okay. but uh, and I and I don't know anyone who would, uh, you know, contradict that or say that that shouldn't happen because obviously right. the more people who can play games, the fucking the better, better for the industry, better for people as well. Um, the controversy kind of comes into um, reviewers reviewing the game but only playing it on said modes right can you so, trust their review right okay because the mode is there well the mode is there but the mode's not there for yeah. them technically when you think about it right it's supposed to be for more uh, it's more accessibility for people who um because even like with easy mode for example like jedi fallen order on easy it's not yeah. it's not necessarily an easy game still you're probably not easy. supposed to play it on that mode if you're reviewing it right you should probably play it on the normal to mm. get a good understanding of like the balance and the mechanics and the things like that that's I, I, I imagine but but even for some gamers with disability the easiest mode is still not accessible enough 
Right. So that's where this kind of invincibility style mode comes into it to allow gamers to be able to, you know, and so enjoy far the this is only on Psychonauts too, right? They're not saying like, oh, this is going to be on all games now. No, yeah, it. Uh, I don't know. There might be other games. I think Psychonauts two at the moment is. Just, it was. Is, it was in, in control. In Oh, it was in control as well. Well, the yeah, the one I got was like the ultimate edition. Uh, I found about halfway through the game. I was like going through sentence mm. or something. So I was like, Jesus, this fucking game. Yeah, I imagine a few games probably and do have it. And uh, control had a mode where it had a little setting where you could reduce the amount of damage you could take. You could turn on one shots, and I, I, I did it for the second half of the game, and then I was actually able to enjoy playing the game because it was fucking hard. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And but like okay, so why is anyone mad about this? I don't really. I think it's because it comes yeah. back into the whole like because I've seen then in response you you have a lot of the the figureheads of gaming saying um, it doesn't matter what difficulty you play games on as long as you play a game you're still a gamer and all this kind of stuff right right uh, that's true right absolutely yeah hundred percent true yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen another one where I think it was the actual company for Psychonauts. Who tweeted it saying, "If you beat the game, you beat the game. You beat the game." I and think it was Xbox you... who tweeted that one. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, and oh, yeah, they must have tweeted something else. Then. And yeah, people were were not happy about that sentence. And Why? I think it comes back to um, there's a few <laughs> games like Cuphead, for example, um, hmm. and even the Soulsborne style games <laughs> that have received negative reviews from some reviewers because the games weren't accessible to them right and that's i think where people are getting a little bit defensive like i don't like this the dark souls games i don't like bloodborne or anything like that i don't like them because they're well they are pretty difficult it's not my type of game right but i don't want them to go and make those games easier just for me to me for so i can enjoy them because that's right. just defeats the purpose of what that game is you're you're taking yeah, yeah. away its soul it's like i don't like i i even if you made that game easier i don't think i'm gonna love it um so i think the the outrage i think is for um is more towards game reviewers mm. or not such not not necessarily established game reviewers wanting to get more into reviewing games and stuff like that because i don't know about you but i've come across a lot of articles uh claiming to be game reviews and it's like a paragraph or something like that and they just use kind of clickbaity headlines just to get you in on it i wouldn't go yeah. as far as calling it true journalism no 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 um, we got this covered.com you ever hear them guys fucking no. don't ever fucking believe a word that comes out of them <laughs> So it's like I, I think it's um, you know everyone everyone deserves to be a gamer, so these game modes should exist. Not everyone deserves to be a game journalist. No. And I did, and I think that's where it's like I think the controversy is about like whether or not a game reviewer. They should specify the difficulty in which they've completed the game in, so that their right. review has context. And that yeah, and that could happen. But the other, I mean. 
I, I, and I've heard people actually they've brought up the Soulsborne games quite well it's a lot. mostly about the Soulsborne games I think and I'm like guys this is Psychonauts 2 chill the fuck out yeah. no one is talking about adding an invincibility toggle in Soulsborne games and that is not going to happen I really don't think no, don't that's think going to happen, happen. are no, you kidding me the, the, their the, whole sales point is we're really like, hard difficult fucking games you better get good that's their whole thing but and I think, like, like, you know, if if enough people cried about it, though, you're telling me from software wouldn't. Um, but even if they did, right? Yeah. What are you worried about as an individual person out there who wants to play it on the hardest difficulty? Go play it on the hardest difficulty, mm. and fucking let someone else play it on whatever difficulty they fucking want. And if you're worried about reviewers, no one watches one review and says, "Yep, that's for me." Check out lots of people's reviews. And different other people will have played it on a range of games yep. and see what things add up and what things don't. You know, if you're if you want them to do their research, you should also do your own research too, right? You you should never just put all your eggs in one basket. That's a hundred percent true. Any game that comes out, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but if I check out a review, I check out like all of the reviews to see how they're stacking up. I remember when Resi Village came out, and you know, everyone had similar things to say about it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so the, these are the things that must be true about the game, and then I got it. And I was like, yeah, those things were true about the, the game. I don't know. I just think I, I think the outcry over this game having it is a bit nuts because this game looks like it is supposed to appeal to everyone yeah. and anyone, and especially to like families yeah. and kids and stuff. Mm. So. This I mean, is like giving out about Lego games being too easy and going, now they're going to make just, Dark Souls hard. Like, are you kidding me? I, I was, yeah, I was just about to bring up Lego like because of the fact that all, yeah. the only thing you lose are the coins, but when you respawn, you can collect all the coins again that drop out of you. Yeah, you know most I mean? of them anyway, yeah. yeah. And you also have like four healths and stuff like that. So like the Lego games have somewhat an invincibility mode. Possibly. And it takes two, as you just mentioned. But what I thought was interesting was uh, as part of the discussion then, I've seen people say, yeah, no, no problem. Um, Yeah, make make invincibility modes, make god modes in games so people can can play them, but disable trophies and achievements. Right, okay. And it's like, see, that's why I think there's no right answer to this discussion. That's no, what I think at... makes this really, really interesting problem because if you say, okay, make an invincibility mode, but mm. achievements cannot be unlocked because then, therefore, people who are achievement hunters could just, you know, wipe the whole play clean. It kind of gets rid of the, the challenge of collecting trophies and things like that. But you're now saying that disabled players who cannot play it on any other difficulty but god mode are restricted from getting achievements or trophies right i don't want to it's such a nuanced this might come off wrong or 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 rude and i don't want it to but in most games there is an element of uh, trophies for everyone right those are the ones where if you reach a certain point in the game you get a trophy it doesn't matter what fucking difficulty you're on Mm -hmm. those trophies should not be in any way taken away from any mode no 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 right but to platinum pretty much any game at some point, you have to play on the hardest difficulty. I know, but I think like what's interesting about that is that that does cut off a, a lot of disabled gamers. That cuts off a lot of gamers. That cuts me off. Are you kidding me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the other thing is, right? Yeah, at some point, you just have to make a decision. It's like, what's more important? 
the more people can play the game or the more people can platinum the game. Yeah. It's more important the more people can play the game. Platinuming yeah. is your own little self-achievement thing. It's like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you want an invisible trophy? Good luck. Go get your invisible trophy. Guys, it's not real. <laughs> but like, actually being able to experience the game that people made, that's way more important, I feel. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, should we just close off people or should we hand out trophies easy? You know, like at some point you have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, so, I, it's, it's, I it's interesting to see what people lose their tits over. But um, yeah. but I, 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 was... I do think I do agree with some of the criticism surrounding uh, the journalism side of things. Um, oh, yeah. Just because not that, you know, um. Not that I have a problem with like j- journalists playing it on the easiest difficulty, but they're kind of using it as a shortcut to get the review out quicker. Mm. And there's like these other journalists, uh, and you can tell the difference from the writing as well, who would put in the hours and really like get into the nuances of the game mechanics, play it on the like what would be the normal difficulty, possibly even the hardest one, just to get that. Or even try a multiple, um, and they do specify. They specify which difficulty they played it on as well, and they're never necessarily the first to get out there, but they're certainly the highest quality. But it's these clickbaity, jur- like wannabe game journalists who um, try to get their review out the door as quick as they can. Um, yeah, I, I it would be a shame to see more games to have these type of modes that those journalists would try to take advantage of i think i get what you're saying I, you yeah, know what i mean people could actually abuse something that's there for a good reason yeah and it's yeah. like as well um like how does this translate to multiplayer like i know this is just psychonauts but you know the the, the people the reason people are having a problem with it, i think is because of the domino effect that it could have across the game industry yeah if other games are like oh, that was a good idea we should do that too right? yeah um because I mean, The Last of Us uh, Part Two, for example, had incredible accessibility features. Uh, I think Uncharted Four did too. Yeah. Um, like blind players were able to play The Last of Us Part Two and everything. It's just it's really incredible what they managed to um, achieve with it in terms of accessibility. But how does that translate into multiplayer, for example? Because um, obviously you would want more disabled players to be able to experience multiplayer games. But if other players uh, started playing like on on easier modes just to be able to abuse it and and take advantage of it being easier uh that would be very unfortunate it could it could end up being quite toxic in in some aspects right yeah yeah well, i suppose any any good thing can be abused and then and then in in the grand scheme of things when it comes to making uh decisions for for consumers i would imagine i'm no expert i would imagine though you have to weigh up the pros and cons and if the pros weigh out the cons then ultimately that's the right decision i did see a lot of people giving out like oh you know they're trying to turn gaming into fucking bitch modes you know like <laughs> like stop with the fucking bravado man you know like cut that shit out like what like this they're not talking about like oh so then people will be able to use this in like esports tournaments against yeah, you yeah. or something like that right that's not no one's talking about that they're talking about hey we want everyone to experience the game so if you're finding it hard you can toggle this to yeah. get you through it like i'd expect you want, or you know. i'm actually expecting the next god of war to have something similar 
Do you know what? It might. And if it does... I, I think it will. And, and Why not? Yeah, it's more of a story-driven experience anyway, so it's not... You know, who cares? I, yeah, I, I think they should only really apply this to a game that is story-driven. Well, it just depends on the game. Like, I mean, like... Um... like Yeah, is there any need to put it in, like, a Call of Duty or Mortal Kombat? No, of course not. You know what no, I mean? Because that and defeats the purpose of the And there's games. no need to put it into a, a From Software-style game. Like, Bloodborne no. doesn't no, need... No. Um, like a, a really easy mode on it and mm. because that's that's the point of it if you yeah. took if you took away its difficulty then what kind of a game is it yeah, yeah. i mean i think you i think i think you've the hit the nail on the head game. the, the, the point the point of a narrative driven game is to experience the narrative yeah and so the more accessibility to that that there is and in great someone wants to up the challenge for themselves up that fucking challenge you want to go hardest difficulty you do that yeah but if someone just wants to see what the buzz around this story is all about like what a shame it would be if the last of us for example the first last of us had only the hardest difficulty mode and people and there was plenty of people who just wouldn't play it because it's too hard for them to play right yeah what a shame that would be it's one of the greatest stories told in any medium mm. and a huge pop like a huge portion of the population miss out on it like is that necessary as opposed to like the more options that there are the better that's it suits more people like, why, why would anyone want to limit that in the grand scheme so I, yeah, yeah. Strange, i was kind of puzzled it's a strange the... bit of uh gatekeeping yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 it's like yeah you know what you don't like metal music the way i like metal music so you're not really a metal fan or something like, shut the fuck up yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so but anyway those are just our little takes on the psychonauts 2 invincibility mode toggle and and what it might mean uh going forward in terms of reviews and also in terms of like accessibility maybe other people also, have other takes on thing. it i i i think so but maybe you'll have a different take on it or maybe you agree and maybe you want to add further reasons as to why you agree i don't know um so if if you have any thoughts on it yourselves make sure to jump down into the comments on youtube or to touch base with us on social media facebook instagram and twitter at the brothers take and again let us know your take on all this um but then moving on from Psychonauts 2 our next topic oh Valve you sneaky bastards in this way this is really the follow up to our last episode our last episode um, this, the Switch OLED was uh, one of the main focuses of it and we talked about how it might have been a missed opportunity hmm. and then like just around the corner boom Valve announced the Steam Deck uh, well, I might be just voicing how I feel about it here. <laughs> I don't know how you guys feel about it yet. But, um, Eric, what's your take on Valve's Steam Deck? Watch the, uh, I watched the video this morning. Yeah. And holy fucking shit. Right? Right. What the hell? Yeah. Why would you get a Switch? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, apart from the exclusives. Apart from uh, the exclusives, or like, apart from thing. that, you already had the switch. <laughs> but like, there's no reason. Yeah, not really to get a Nintendo Switch like yeah. the, the the OLED one because the fucking Steam Deck does the same thing. You put it on a dock, and then it loads up to your fucking monitor, and you can play it on a keyboard, and then that save file can go straight to the fucking Steam Deck. You take that mm. up, and you keep playing it. And you got the analog sticks, you got touch pads, you got 
the expert gaming triggers at the bottom. You got these other triggers. You have the touch screen as well. You have the entire Steam collection there. Yeah, but then as with well, because because it does... Yeah, with an asterisk. Because it does what a PC does, you can mod. You can fucking... Like, Game Pass is available on PC, right? Yep. True spanner in the works for me. I was like, I'm not gonna get an Xbox Series X this Christmas, and then this thing comes out. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I can make your mind up very quickly. Oh, can you? I can. Oh, and I don't know which way this is gonna go. Adam is definitely the the techier of the three of us. In case anyone well, I have noticed many before, questions 100%. regarding this um the Steam Deck. Uh, but no excitement. No, uh, I have. I am very cautious about this thing oh shit yeah oh shit i'm i'm, I'm, I'm interested works. in the uh the concept of it i'm interested in what other manufacturers might do because i don't think steam are going to be the valve rather are, are going to be the only ones with this type of product i think others will mm -hmm. will have other products i think the potential of an xbox portable is now possible um I think Nintendo need to get their fucking shit together. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I would be like of all of them. Like I think all of them could go. Oh shit, that's really that's a crazy announcement. But I do think Nintendo uh, <laughs> should be the ones really like, fuck, we need to come up with something right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, what what else were you saying about it? Um, well, the if we take the the baseline, which is what I think most people we want to go for, it's like a hundred or fifty quid. Is it fifty quid more expensive than a Switch OLED? I think. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sixty-four gigabytes. Sixty-four gigabytes. Right. Yeah. Um. So sixty-four gigabytes. This thing doesn't run Windows. It runs Steam OS, mm -hmm. which is a version of Linux. I don't know how many of the Steam library games are actually going to run on it. Um, I imagine they're doing some form of emulation to try get the games, because most Steam games are Windows based. Right. Um, now a lot of games are developed now uh, across the three platforms: Windows, Linux, and Mac. So all those games will work perfectly fine. I don't know if Skyrim would work, for example, or or games similar to that, which would be <laughs> Windows only. <laughs> Can we go an episode without mentioning Skyrim? Yeah, but you're 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 allowed to get rid of Steam OS and download Windows. Correct, you're allowed to do that. You can you can bootleg. Uh, yeah, you can customize the Windows into it, so that way you could get the 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 Game Pass and shit like that, right? It comes mm. with sixty four gigabytes is the baseline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We know we have a PS5, we have 800 and something gigabytes, and only 600 gigabytes of that is actually usable. On a 64 yeah, yeah. gigabyte machine, good luck installing Windows on that. Oh, I would say do not, if you're playing on buying the Steam Deck, do not buy the base version. Right, so then, then it's, okay, do I get the base version or do I get the, the one up from that? So that's 500 and something, isn't it? For the 256 gigabyte model. So is 256 even enough? You know, now we're getting into Series X territory. You have to get the most expensive one. Okay, so now it's six hundred and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So the yeah. the the APU in this, which is the uh, Ryzen, similar to the one that's in the Series X, uh, PS Five and the and and the Series S uh, mm. consoles, it's that AMD processor. 
However, the graphical capability of it is the equivalent of an Xbox One. So the future potential of it, like so, it's so far it looks like it's going to be able to play games that are out at the moment really, really well. Mm. But the longevity of that, what is the longevity of that? Um, what will right. new games play on this? Obviously, it's going to play games better than the current Switch does. Um, yeah. But, uh, and the dock, for example, doesn't come with it. You know, that, that's a no, that, and that's, it's, a, uh, that's additional not actually purchase. officially announced yet. They've yeah. said there, there will be a dock, but it's not actually. You can't get a dock this holiday season. Yeah. When they're so when the price, you know, given all that into account, the price of this mm-hmm. thing. I mean, if you're really to deck this thing out, you could probably buy an Xbox and a PlayStation for the price of this thing, or you could yeah, get a yeah. decent laptop that could play games. Because, um, you know, and obviously this thing is portable, but it's heavy. It's big, it's heavy. It's, oh, it's way really heavy. bigger than the yeah. Switch. It's a yeah. lot heavier than the Switch. So how portable is it? Uh, the, in terms of battery life, they were demonstrating you can get about four hours of battery life with Portal 2. Portal 2 is not that much of a demanding game. I want to know what's the battery life running Red Dead 2 or something like that on it. Mm. You know, realistically, what's the battery life of this thing? Or Death Stranding, because it can play Death Stranding. It can play Death Stranding. So, yeah, what is... Doom Eternal. What is the battery life realistically with this thing? How how much do I have to turn the brightness all the way down? How how low the settings do I need to go? Uh, What resolution do I need to play it on just to be able to squeeze battery out of this thing? Um, so I think the current hype for it um, is probably it's it's probably a lot of hype because of 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 the Switch announcement. Probably, yes. If that Switch OLED model wasn't announced, I don't think the hype for this thing would be as big. And I do think those are the types those are the types of questions I want answered that we won't have yet until the thing is announced and or released and the reviewers actually get their hands on it. Realistically, is and they won't will be this able to be... toggle that uh, invincibility yeah, they won't mode. Have on the this. They gotta... mode. <laughs> will they be they able just... to? Like, will it actually be able to give you that kind of gaming experience? Um, as good as the Switch, for example. Like the the thing is with the Switch is that although the games don't perform ultimately that great on it the battery is actually pretty good on it because the games aren't that demanding uh yeah, but yeah. with this thing like it's saying oh you can get your entire steam library again i'm questioning whether that's possible uh because it's linux um and they're they're also that they've the way they've made this machine is that they're actually wanting to encourage other manufacturers to do something similar because all Steam care about, or Valve cares about, is being able to sell games on their Steam store. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, then there you see, you know, you've got the perfect handheld machine for playing Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, you can play it anywhere on the go. Could do. <laughs> Take it everywhere with you. Um, no, I, I think everything you're saying is fair. And actually, like, my genuine, when I bring all that stuff up, like, my, my, my initial thoughts, because I'm pretty sure I messages, I went, holy fuck. Yeah. Because when they started like plugging it into the monitor and stuff, I was like, "Wait, so it's a portable fucking PC? Are you fucking kidding?" Because that—that's the first thing everyone's thinking, right? They don't stop and do this kind of. Wait a minute, what does it mean if I do that? What does that mean? They just go, "Holy shit, the possibilities are endless!" Like, uh, the console war is over. You can take your PC anywhere with you now. Like, what the fuck? This is it. This is the end. But yeah, the more you go into it, because like um, I did say there, 
earlier that I was like, oh, should I still get an Xbox Series X this Christmas with this thing coming out if I could get Game Pass on it? No, I have come to the decision that I still want to get the Xbox Series X because for those very same reasons, I would want to see what this thing is actually like when it's out. I would not. Yeah. I, I I'm not in a rush to get this thing, um, but I do think it's fucking cool, and I do think it's cooler than the announcement of the of the Switch OLED. And I think you're right. There's probably a lot of extra hype because of the timing of this. Uh, I do think there would have been hype there either way though, because I do think people who fucking love Steam, um, you know, put Steam on anything and they're just like, oh, that's the best thing now. <laughs> I, I have a friend who who. Um, asked me it's like you know with steam like why would you bother get it it was just before it got the ps5 i'd said i pre-ordered i was looking forward to it and he was like with steam though like why would you bother get a ps5 you know like why, like why would you want to pay full price for games anymore i was like oh first of all you know me at all man i still buy cds wow. are you kidding me um wow also, I, yeah i was like the fucking artists man uh that's like fucking you only listen to spotify and don't fucking go to the concerts but anyway um no, that's that's it's almost more like you rent the movies rather than going to the cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that actually a bit. But also, or no, you I don't was rent like, the movies. You just torrent the movies. And... Yeah, <laughs> that, Steam, actually. Steam does not have the console exclusives, which for me, no, it doesn't. Are usually the are usually not always, not always, but usually, the best gaming experiences that come out every year. For me, for the kind of games that I look for, and on top kind of, of that too, I'm into. Like, um, like I, I kind updates. of know from experience that, like, I um, uh, take, take Tomb Raider for example, right? Tomb Raider, the 2013 one. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is on it's on Windows and it's on Mac, right? And if, or even Arkham Asylum, it's on Windows and Mac. And if I boot that up on my Mac. And, and try play it. It's it's okay. It, it doesn't run that great. It plays, you know, it's passable. Mm. Um, on the same Mac, I boot up Windows and play the exact same game. Uh, it performs way better. It's the What's exact same about? hardware. We see Windows has um a long time legacy of like having these um like DirectX for example uh, it just has better technology uh, to get the most out of its hardware for playing games right okay. uh, the likes of the Mac for example it's been very slow at doing that they're doing it but it's, it's very slow at doing that um, and Linux similarly has a thing called I think it's called Proton which uh, is is similar again it's, it's very slow in trying to uh, get the most out of the hardware to get the best improvements for, for its games. That's why when you look at the likes of the Switch, for example, versus similar... Because um, there were Android devices that have similar hardware to the Switch that could game at the time. Yeah. But none of them could play games as good as the Switch because Nintendo built in this technology to take the, get the most out of the hardware. They gave that to the, to the developers and the developers were able to optimize their games. Uh, if this thing is running on SteamOS, the underlying technologies of Linux is still not as good as Windows to play games. So your your Windows-based games are not going to run as good on this thing. And specifically, like the, the performance of it is just nowhere near um, a PC or modern consoles anyway. Um, so I yeah. think this thing is going to absolutely rock 
at doing those type of indie games um mm. the likes of stardew valley and things like that right it's going to be killer for those type of things and as long as you go in with the mindset similar to the switch the switch has been phenomenal for the indie style games not great for the like the likes of witcher 3 etc if you go in with the mindset of saying that this is a better version of playing those types of games than the switch i think you'll be very happy but if i think if you go in expecting cyberpunk like you will get cyberpunk you'll be fucking (laughs) you'll be I think you'll be setting yourself up for fucking failure, like. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about the hype that was leading up up to Cyberpunk. Yeah, and the, and the kind of disaster of it. And a disaster of it. Not in any way saying that this is going to be disaster. I don't think it is. I actually think it's going to do quite well. Yeah, I like I mean, nearly maybe you know, obviously all my questioning is just based on I've been burned in the past by being an early adopter for shit. So I'm just really. Uh, skeptical yeah. and stuff like that but I obviously could be proven completely wrong here and hopefully yeah, yeah. it's the greatest thing that ever known to man and it changes gaming and that's great um, but I do think people just need to manage expectations and uh, don't you, I don't think you need to run out and, and get this thing just wait for the reviews see what they say and make your decision then I suppose people are dying to reserve their copies though as well right because there's going to be such a um if they're worried about oh, like, I if mean, they wait for the reviews that's the whole thing about when a new thing is coming it's like if I wait for the reviews there'll be none left yeah. if I don't wait for the reviews I'm gambling on whether or not this thing is going to be what I actually want it to be I mean um, people have, have already reserved it it's Valve it's Steam they, it's after, they have a uh, yeah base. they crashed the Steam website I've seen yeah I've seen loads of people like I, I, I was listening to a kind of funny games cast and I am. Greg Miller was reserving it while he was on talking like he, he was in the queue and he was kind of doing an update at the same yeah, time yeah those are the kind of people who you know should get it you know They'll yeah because they're going to be they actually are going to be even though mm. he wouldn't be a games journalist i know he is well he is but like, that's he's not his exclusively you see that if you know what i mean yeah. like he will be reviewing these things yeah that's exactly what they do um and actually people like that i always find are trusted sources because on a weekly basis they're talking about games gaming all the time and they do play games all the time they're actually they are gamers at the very heart of it all they're not just looking to like get the headline you know um remember this is the guy that said the game makes you feel like batman you know like (laughs) that's what he's talking about you know this game will this this console will make you feel like steam yeah (laughs) i do i do i am curious though as to what this will mean for what other stuff is going to come out and other players come stepping into the field with their own products and stuff uh, and i do wonder are nintendo now like ah fuck with the yeah like they're not like, are they for... like is anyone gonna buy the nintendo switch oled you know what i mean or do they even want to sell it i don't like i actually there was someone who works for nintendo what's his name ah oh, i saw the tweet and he literally said you know it's 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 not better than the one you already have so you know if you already have one don't trade it in <laughs> he works for nintendo i was like surely you'd be trying your best no no this is the definitive switched experience well i guess you know what i mean they're, i, I they're, know you don't want to false advertise but yeah i think as well the, there's the issue of um like the the fact that sony and stuff are getting absolutely hammered by people the fact that they can't get a unit he's probably okay. just trying to you know that make sure that it's the it's people who don't have a switch 
get it as opposed to people who already have it that are buying up units yeah. that people who don't have it really really want it and maybe he's doing a bit of what you were saying there and managing expectations too where it's like listen this is not like some crazy brand new console it's a variation of a console that's already out so mm. don't go thinking it's like oh i need to get like that's then it's not the switch 2 or something like that that's just that it's not that yeah. it's actually just i think it's pretty interesting that that valve went with um this that type of cpu in it the the amd one um and didn't go with an arm chip or something like that something that was a little bit more efficient on battery uh right. lower powered maybe it's because of compatibility reasons maybe the, the software like games aren't made for arm so therefore in order to increase compatibility they have to go with the x86 processor but uh the thing is just it's huge it's heavy oh it's massive yeah yeah as well one thing i would say like i think it's a pretty cool design in general but i actually don't like the look and you won't know till you hold something like this in your hands anyway i don't like the look of the placement of the analog sticks the yeah it's sticks. the guy guy i watched reviewing like that. he said that he didn't like that at first but then when you hold it it actually does Get used work. To it maybe quickly do you yeah he got you he got used to it quickly and he was saying that it, when you are holding it it does feel right Okay. For okay. that particular controller, like that console, and because he would be used to the you know D pads being or the analog sticks being down. Yeah. yeah. That it didn't work. It's just uh, just that looked slightly off-putting to me. Um, but and, and yeah, it, it's pretty heavy. Like I don't. <laughs> I think the other thing is well, I mean, uh, it, with these it, handheld devices, right? Yeah. Um. This is why this one is slightly more interesting to me. Like I was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. The bit where I went, holy shit, was when you connected it to a monitor, right? Now, obviously, the more you think about it, there are other questions to to bring up about that, and and really, yeah, it is worth waiting to see, um, how it performs that way realistically. But, um, in the first place, the reason that surprised me so much was because I was like, I feel like that is going to perform and could look better then the, the switch dock station does right and mm-hmm, the tv yeah hmm. and i don't commute all that much i really don't so the handheld side of it is not the thing to sell me on personally as a as a consumer like for a lot of people that's going to work if you're traveling a lot then it's great to be able to take the games you love with you that your fucking mobile phone definitely can't run you're not playing dead stranding on your mobile phone right mm-hmm. but if you're not traveling anywhere, <laughs> just I don't see myself going around the house with that thing when I could put it on a monitor or on a TV or something. I just don't see myself doing that. So yeah. to be honest, the handheld thing is really cool. It's a great sales pitch in general, but for me personally, that's never going to be the thing that actually ultimately makes me want to buy it, even though I appreciate the design. Um, and the, and the, But it's that accessibility thing that we were talking about earlier on because now people have the option playing it either on screen or taking it with them and that's cool i'm into the options that's really really cool yeah i agree i just i just think that the the size of it is because i find even the switch is a bit big sometimes yeah um that you you have to obviously bring it around in a backpack or something like that like you you know, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's a laptop bag, essentially. Like. <laughs> um, so it's just, it, you know, these portable devices are just getting so so massive. Um, Next, it's going to be a TV. 
Just to bring but a like TV the, the other the thing trip. is, yeah. So, but if it was smaller, like, do you really want to experience these huge? I think you're right. They're really forty indie games because do you want to experience a blockbuster game on a small screen? Like, if they made it in such a way where this was like you could actually carry it around, it's much smaller, right? Like phone size or something like yeah. that. You can bring it around with you. Do you want to experience like a big blockbuster game that way? I like I. I don't. I don't know if people do really, but those little indie games or those kind of little strategy games and things like that, perfect, perfect for this kind of thing. But I don't know about the big AAA kind of game. Like I don't know, Breath of the Wild, portable. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that's the way most people will be playing it. I think they will actually put it up on the big screen. Well, it's hard to tell. Like I mean, I've seen a couple of polls around. Um... Because a lot of the argument around the Switch even is that most people play it handheld as opposed to docked, which is why they made the Switch Lite, which is a handheld only. Mm. Um, but actually, yeah, the gap is not as big as we, we would imagine. Most people do play handheld, but it's not significant enough to say that people don't play docked also. Yeah, it's like yeah. still within the... Like, uh, docked would be low low 50s, Um handheld yeah, would be right. high 50 percent the, the, the bullshit going out of adam is fucking really affecting me <laughs> well actually i think adam's on the ball and i oh, think he is on the tried, ball i'm joking you tried joking. to make a little funny about your little sneeze and now i'm gonna make a show of you <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think you said that before didn't you adam that the the that the gap between the handheld and Did I? yeah that's much big. yeah 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 i believe so and so i suppose what's interesting about that is because if it was highly one way or the other, Nintendo might decide for their next project. It's like, oh, well, that's our direction then. Like, why would we continue this docking thing if everyone is just playing handheld or vice versa? Um, whereas if it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> we'll continue down this yeah. road then because it's it's clearly, you know, it's more balanced than maybe we expected. Even if it is leaning more towards one than the other, it's still much more balanced. And I, I actually think the more people playing handheld thing, is actually, uh, for the most part, kids in the houses, the parents are using the TV, so they get the switch, put the headphones on, and then they play. Possibly. Um, I, 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 I think for the most part, that's that's probably what it is. Not not that there's not also people who are traveling and or they maybe genuinely prefer it that way, but yeah. I think that's why it could lean that little bit way more because like I, I know plenty of parents who just like go, go on go play the switch <laughs> you know, mm. and watch the tv so that does happen so that like brings up i imagine a lot of the numbers as well um but yeah so the steam deck is it a day one purchase for anybody here um adam it's a no eric it's a no and for me it's a no as well um more interested to see what this does in the future and more interested to see how this thing performs i think i think it's, I think it's um, an exciting but yeah. yeah i think for for people who have built up a steam library like a massive one over the years this is probably incredibly exciting for them yeah yeah but yeah. as someone who would like i have five games in my steam library those five games like shogun 2 for example i would want to play shogun 2 on this thing um it's not a it, you know there's not much of an incentive for me to to pick this thing up and yeah i am you know skeptical about yeah. how this thing performs and battery and the weight of it the size of it the 
comfort of it, everything. The whole thing has questions. Actually, <laughs> people will be able to hear more of your skepticism on the Replayer podcast. Is that right? Yeah, we discussed the Steam Deck on this week's Replayer podcast. comes out Wednesday. Excellent. So if you're listening to this before Wednesday, be sure to uh, keep an eye out for the Replayer podcast when it comes out this week. Uh, featuring Adam and also Pagan, who we mentioned earlier on, because Pagan is on the Replayer podcast all the time. She's one of the hosts. Um, but if you're listening to this after Wednesday, then you need to go back and go check it out. Replayer podcast. Check it out either on audio platforms or on YouTube. They also release weekly episodes. And it's another awesome podcast that talks about gaming. And the Replayers are a really, really, really cool community. And we said earlier on, guys, you gotta check out Pagan Plays on Twitch and on YouTube and just check out the Replayer podcast, okay? But also check us out. So guys, if you have enjoyed our discussions today on the Steam Deck and on everything else that we talked about, do jump down into the comments, let us know, and also show us some love by giving this video a thumbs up, hit subscribe and click on that notification bell. All you audiophiles out there who have been listening to us on audio platforms, you can also touch base us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take. Give us a follow, give us a message. Let us know your take on the Steam Deck. Let us know your take on accessibility features in gaming. And also, what are you playing at the moment? Have you guys played Doki Doki Literature Club? <laughs> I'm forward how to that. You, and how the fuck did you guys find it? Okay, thank you very much for listening, everybody. We'll be back to talk to you guys about more stuff next time. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.